For it to be a foul, does it have to injure you? No, I'm not saying... Okay, well, then we're done here. No. He got hit. Okay, I agreed it was a foul. I'm just asking if you saw that. It's a talking point. It's stupid. And you know what? Who's the... Martin Atkinson needs to be fired. It's bullshit. Man United shouldn't have gotten a point out of that game. Instead, we let five-year-olds run all over us. On today's footy corner, a stalemate at Old Trafford has Arine mad at Martin Atkinson. Mike Dean didn't do much better in Sheffield as Arsenal looked tepid, proving that Unai Emery deserves to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Jack Grealish does his Ibiza madness on the pitch. Kids in Brazil have unprotected sex. Rebecca Vardy... (laughs) Keep going! (laughs) That's good! Rebecca Vardy's a trick-ass hoe. And the usual... (laughs) Scores prediction... (laughs) Comments the fantasy corner and gambling corner next. <laughs> and we are back on the footy corner. Arine, how's everything been for you? Pretty good, pretty busy. Um, yeah, not too bad. How about yourself? You know, uh, my birthday was on uh, Thursday. It was really nice then. Nice the day after, right? The yeah. Hawks won. I won all my bets that day. I won a $5 parlay that won 50 bucks. Yeah. And let me say this ever since that day, I think I'm cursed. Uh-oh. Uh, every sports team of mine lost. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's say it. Bears, Hawks. Purdue. Purdue. And Arsenal today. Oh, shocker, which we're going to get to later. Mm-hmm. And I've not won a single bet. <laughs> I've not won a single bet since that Friday. Jesus. So it's been a bit of a rough uh, few days. I've won one. Shout out Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> so the luck's got to turn. But... We still have our podcast, so that's always fun. Yeah, that's always a, a, right. a bright note. And then I'll be... Uh, I'll also, be, uh, stay updated if I'm still in school. Okay. Do you want to explain? what? No, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, yeah, I'll be in Florida later this week. So... Uh, oh yeah, Gainesville. I'll get to enjoy this pod on the uh, flight there. So enjoy the sun, mate. Work takes me there. Uh, I'll try to. We'll see. Work takes me. But that said... Shall we jump into the uh, goods? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, the match of the week included your boys um, in, a st- boys. In, a, in a draw. Manchester United won, Liverpool won, Rashford uh, scoring for United. And of all people, Adam Lallana scoring for Liverpool. I'll let you start us off as a Liverpool fan. Greatest take out of this match. What What's your talking point? What do you think is uh, we should we should discuss in this one? So, First. <sighs> I think it's just the ref, how he fucked it all up. And you know what? People can say I'm biased and whatnot. He clipped Divac Origi, some so we're, nonce. We're talking about Martin Atkinson? We were talking about Martin Atkinson. Mm-hmm. And he needs he needs to be fired. Well, no. So I, I agree that was a clip, but do you think that... He, it uh, led to a goal, mate. I, okay. But do you think that Origi played that up a bit? No. You get hit in the bottom of me. Mate, if I get hit there, I'm going down too. Right here is sensitive. Look at that shit. Have you seen the picture on social media that has him grabbing the leg opposite of what got clipped? You clinch at anything when <laughs> you're asking, on the floor. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Well, okay. Here's my point. For uh, it to be a foul, does it have to injure you? No, I'm not saying... Okay. Well, then we're done here. No. He I'm got not- hit. Okay, I agreed it was a foul. I'm just asking if you saw that. It's a talking point. It's stupid. And you know what? Who's the Martin Atkinson needs to be fired. It's bullshit. Man United shouldn't have gotten a point out of that game. Okay. Instead, we let five-year-olds run all over us. Well, uh, We so, missed Mo Salah. So Martin Atkinson uh, had that call. There was also another call later. 
mm. of the handball. What are your thoughts on that one now that we're on the topic of Martin Atkinson and VAR? Uh, I'd say that was probably right. So I you think, think that's the correct yeah. call? I mean, it played part in the goal, so that's the right call in the moment. I disagreed with it, obviously. Yeah. But now that I've come to terms with this result, um, yeah, that was a fair call. But I think the first clip on Origi that led to the Rashford goal was a foul. Yeah. No, that was an interesting non-call. I, I do agree that there was a foul. I was just asking because I wanted to write Shout it out, Jeremy. It worked. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we forgot. Shout out, Jeremy. Um, we did not respond to the group chat when I said this ref is fucking awful. So maybe I think he, he learned. Maybe I he think agreed. he knows that I'm a very dramatic person on match day. Well, so so that happened. I thought uh, Joel Matip's defending was a little suspect on the on the run. Yeah, he allowed Rashford to get in front of him, though. Like you said, he might still have been rattled from from what happened earlier. Um, Liverpool did control a lot of the possession. Yeah. So you know, I think they deserved probably a better result. What yeah. do you think? Did they I deserve so. a better result in your opinion? I think one one's a bit harsh. Uh, I think Liverpool were clearly the better team. Mm-hmm. Possession, shots, opportunity-wise. Um, sometimes the game doesn't go the way you want, uh, and the ref plays part in it. That's just my honest take. Call it bias, call it whatever, but it is what it is. Well, the reason I mentioned the, wins, that, the winning streak ends. Well, they're still undefeated, though. So nah. That's the first time they've been won a match since, what, like March? I think, You're not right? going to win the league with draws, though. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's true. Well, well, yeah, but they haven't dropped any points, so they're still like Man okay. United is in a top sixteen. Anyway, uh, I speak of the possession because that is the lowest possession that Man United has uh, had in a Premier League home game since two thousand three oh four. Yep. Second only to last year's fixture against Liverpool. <laughs> yep. So um, it seems like Liverpool controls the possession against them, just can't get the result they're looking for. This is also the first time an English player. <laughs> There's your phone again. I've gotten an email. Bingo spot. Uh, It's the first time an English player has scored for both sides in this fixture since 2001. Because we had Rashford and Lalana, who I'll come to in a second. Can you name the two scores in 01? That were English, yeah. Bro, I was six years old. I'm saying this is the first time an English player has scored for both sides, so it may not have been one. Nick or No. No, it's way before that. (laughs) You know both these guys. Big names. Wayne Rooney? No. Michael Owen? Michael Owen for Liverpool. We and the other guy you've seen live, I believe, or we should have seen him live. For real? Yeah. He's played in the U.S. Oh, shit. big name. Oh, um, for Manchester United? Yeah. There's a movie with him in it. Whoa. I David believe, Beckham? Yes, it's David Beckham. So Beckham and Owen, the goal scores in we 01. We didn't see him live. And so for the first time in 18 years that you had English guys from both teams scoring in this fixture, we which didn't is incredible. Live. We're supposed to. That's why I said maybe we're supposed to. Which is incredible, considering these two are such traditional English, you know, driven teams and sides. Let's talk about that goal to Loana. Uh, What were your thoughts? He came in the match. Did you think he was going to have an immediate impact? No. I remember I was like, why the fuck is Loana coming on? (laughs) Lo and behold, shortly thereafter. Yeah, he he shot me up real quick. So, I'm happy to see him get on the the. You know, score sheet. Pretty solid assist from Robertson on that one, actually. It was, a lot of it was oh, the whip yeah. on that ball. Did you know that uh, your boy Robertson has the most Premier League assists for a defender uh, since the beginning of last season with 14? He's tied with someone. Ooh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. He is tied with Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. So no bingo spots for you guys. No. Nope. Got that right. Uh, anything else you want to say about this match? Uh, in the end, let me ask you, does this worry you for the title run at all? No, it doesn't worry me. Now let me ask you this. <laughs> 
Do you think? Do you think uh, that was a foul? Yeah, Honestly. yeah, no, it's a it was a foul. It's okay. a foul. Okay. It's a foul. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> I think it's a. I think this is a good result for Man United. Anyone too. listening, let me know if you think it was a foul or if you don't think it was. If you don't know what we're talking about, watch a highlight of it. It's Manchester United's goal, led directly to it. Last thing I'll say is I think that was a good result for United, and I don't think Liverpool's in trouble, despite whether people tweet at us say. your opinions at the Footy Corner Two at Twitter. The number two. number two, and the logo will be our podcast. the The logo you're looking at right now, hopefully, if you're not in the basement of your house like Brian Moore, and, but it's okay. And or you could send us an email. We got one this week. I'll talk about it a little bit. Oh, later. I'll yeah. cover it. I'll cover it later. I want to cover it Shout after the interview. Shout out to interview. the intern. Shout out to the intern for checking this week. Yeah. And I want to do it after the interview and you'll okay. see why. Yeah. So, okay. So, we'll move on. Um, and because of our interview coming up, let's talk about Chelsea. one nothing winners over Newcastle. Yeah. Marco Salonso, the only goal in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea controlled this match for the most part. Newcastle yeah. maybe had the odd one or two chances. But I think Dubrovka made some big saves. Stopped Mount in the first. Stopped, uh, was it Pulisic in the second? Pulisic, yeah. Very good saves. And I think maybe the goal he gave up was weak, but the, the result was deserved. Yeah, I thought, I thought out of all the attempts that Chelsea had on that, it's kind of wild that that one went in. Yeah. Um, it's Yed- like the Liverpool game a few weeks ago. Yeah, Yedlin coming in and saving um, a goal from Abraham. Abraham looking like he just saw the resurrection of Jesus Christ. <laughs> if we can tweet, tweet that picture, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I would have the same look, too. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, a, a bunch of other key saves, but one nothing is, is honestly kind of rough towards Chelsea, but at the end of the day, three points is three points. And they continue to steamroll. Uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi looking good again. He had an assist. He's the second youngest player in Premier League history since your boy Michael Owen in 1998 to assist in three straight games. Not He's boy. a Judas. <laughs> but but he also, he should have had two assists. He put a... a, yeah. per, a uh, an assist on a platter for uh, for your boy William. From a boy William, <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of Brazilians. We were discussing this. As yeah, or he plays a lot of Brazilians in really ABL. You know, you had William. You have um, Marco Alonso. He's <laughs> not Brazilian. Fuck. He's Spanish. Who was I thinking? Of oh, Warren, Emerson. Man. Emerson. That's right, Emerson. And they were missing. And you know, Emerson. they're like nineteen Rodrigues and Rodrigo. So that's true. You know. Well, we also have our boy Joe Clinton. Let's talk about Joe Clinton's new haircut. <laughs> he's changed it up. <laughs> he's listened to the pod. Um, now he's just gone gray hair. Yeah, I don't know. He needs Not to figure working. something he out. He needs to change it again. He can score. Yeah, he has one goal in nine matches. We already canceled him. I don't know what else there is to do to Joe Clinton. But um, I got really not too much else. I mean, our boy St. Maximin looking like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle again. Yeah. That team, Newcastle, are they in trouble? Yes. They're in the relegation zone. Uh, I don't know. Not really much to speak about them. They're not really notable. Yeah, no. All right. Anything else from there? No. Well, with that said, uh, we talked about this match because we have our first ever recurring guest. Yep. And let's go to that interview with Brian Moore. Take it away, Caboose. (laughs) And for our guest today, we have, for the first time, a recurring guest, Top Lad. Some of you may know him as the Caboose now. (laughs) Mr. Brian Moore, congr- first of all, congratulations on What's the new up, lads? Thank you. Congrats on the sex. Yeah, nine months ago. Yeah. Yep. And now you've reaped the benefits. <laughs> Absolutely, man. He's only gone and done it. <laughs> so how's everything going? <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. It's tiring, exhausting, but yeah. it's all worth it. 
And and ever since uh, she's been born, Chelsea's undefeated. <laughs> yep, one and zero. So that's not too bad. So everyone should remember Brian's a Chelsea fan from the second episode. Yeah. So we're not going to have to go over how how you became a fan. Our first ever um, guest. Guest. Yeah. Yes. And you, it was even quite though an honor. sound with the sound sounding like he was in Hurricane Katrina. Now we're. <laughs> with, you weren't there. Right? It was just. It was just action. Right. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, and our interview. It's a, so this is a redemption interview. Oh yeah. Redemption? What am I redeeming myself for? Well, we're redeeming ourselves yeah, for the sound. Oh, okay. it's, a, yeah. it's a Tosh.0 redemption for the host. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So the first thing we're going to do before we get into some serious stuff. Actually, it's never serious. But uh, you, know, you know how it is with Fuck, Mary Kill. Yeah. All right. So, so I got a tough one. At least I think it's tough for you. We got Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount, and your boy Dave. Dave. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I was hoping uh, Conte would be part of it. Oh. Because he is an instant Mary. I was thinking about it, but I, I want to make it a little more difficult. Okay. Uh, so you said Abraham, yes. Mount, mm-hmm. and... Your boy. Dave. My boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, so... I think I'm going to kill Mount. Oh! <laughs> For some reason, he, he he just looks like a wanker. <laughs> Mate, he's like four years old. That's probably why he looks like a wanker. Yeah, okay. I don't know. He, he seems like one of those guys that would just like fuck around on FIFA, like watch every replay and all that bullshit, <laughs> and celebrate all the way to the center line. He, he just looks like a, a total knob. Great at soccer, love the guy, but I'm gonna kill that guy. Um, I, I gotta I gotta marry Dave. He's just oh, an all-around solid guy. That smile, okay. his teeth, his teeth are amazing. And then, I mean, Tammy Abraham, he, he just looks like a monster. He's a beast and bad. He's going to show you a good time. So, fuck him. <laughs> Brian likes it rough. I like the last one. <laughs> learned good. a lot about Brian, too, on that one. Yes. Yikes. <laughs> it's, all, it's all banter, mates. Absolutely. Well, so, go, going oh, from... Yes, I like to share that. I got... <laughs> Going from there, um, I know. Yeah, how do we go? How do we move on from that? I don't know, man. I, all I know is after we we call you after the Man United game, so that wasn't so nice. So we decided, well, let's have him on for a good result. Oh yeah. So have your expectations changed? Where are you thinking Chelsea will finish now? Uh, I think we can finish top four. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think I, I think third is our well. I know third is our ceiling. There's no way we're passing um, Liverpool or City. But mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else is either. Right. So percent percent confidence you make the top four. Give me a percentage zero to one. Um, sixty nine. Ah, nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's probably higher, just because you know Chelsea's had some good results, have had some bad results, but every other team, not not counting Liverpool, have had the same. So right. it's just it's just having more good results than bad results. And staying ahead of the teams like Arsenal and Leicester, uh, which is surprising to say, and, and Tottenham. That, that's what we got to do to finish top four. So as long as we keep beating the Newcastles and maybe get some results against Tottenham, who are down, and you know, on our reverse fixture against Manchester United, we definitely need to get the win and all that. But yeah, uh, I'm basically counting the Liverpool and City matches as losses. Well, and hoping that... The refs, Hoping those two right. teams beat all the other top six teams too, so we don't fall behind. 
Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, uh, Chelsea's rolling. That's five straight wins, yeah. including Europa League and um, Europa yeah. League. Yeah. yeah, Arsenal is champions. Or Champions League. Sorry, sorry, Champions, Champions, League. Champions League. <laughs> Including their shit pumping of Grimsby, where it all started. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, we, we still concede a goal to, mind you. But yeah, that's very true. Is that a bingo <laughs> spot? Is that a bingo spot? The Europa League mi- league mix up? No, no. <laughs> but close. Could it, be. <laughs> I, I I always said this. I said once Lampard um, kind of finds his lineup that he likes, and um, once the young guys kind of get used to the the um, difficulty of the competition, I think that they'll get going. So I just want to know, uh, what are your thoughts on Lampard so far? Oh, uh, it's still too early to say. Um, I mean, I, I think it's pretty. He's he's done a good job with um, obviously the the limited amount of uh, games we've had, plus the transfer ban and all that stuff. Um, I mean, you can't argue with the results. We're we're in third place. I think third place right now. Oh, no, uh, fourth place behind yeah. Leicester. I think. Yeah. So you can't argue with that. Um, I mean, tied on points, though. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um, and only two, only two behind City. So, I mean, that's something to... Uh... Yeah, but but our results don't inspire a whole lot of confidence, other than... The Grimsby result, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we should have beat Newcastle more than one nothing, but maybe that's just me being pessimistic, but... You know, after yeah. today, after today, man, you, you know, maybe you should take what you can get. You know, well, you yeah, that's true. I'll say this: you know, <laughs> you you do you can splash in a few convincing wins. Was it? I can't remember if it was Southampton. You guys shit pump. There was a team that you beat like four nothing. Yeah, yeah, there was. I mean, there are some teams though that I see the commanding performances. I see the youth paying off, and actually, it, it, you know, it's interesting that. It could be because for one, it could be because of the transfer ban forcing them to have the youth movement. But my gosh, right. it's you know, it must. It, they're actually they're really fun to watch. They're a fun group. Yeah, they are. That that's what I really like about this season. It is it's a fun team to watch. I mean, Abraham. I, I don't. I think he's still tied for the Golden Boot lead. Yeah. Um, after this last match week, which is extremely promising. It's always. I mean, Chelsea is just a completely different team when they have a, a good striker. I mean, you look at our years with Diego Costa and. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yeah, my boy. It's two. Got just a ten in this interview. Uh, and then uh, you know all the years with with Drogba there. Um, and then there's years like last year where we you have Alvaro Morata and and he he just sucks. And then the whole team sucks. So yeah, <laughs> it, it makes a huge difference to have a good striker there. And to have a good backup. Oh yeah. Wait, man, the myth, the legend, Giroud. Oh, yeah, it's Giroud. I forgot. I forgot you guys have a model as your back. <laughs> an underwear model. Right? So speak, <sighs> speaking of that transfer ban. Yeah. Uh, is the transfer ban, um, does it go into January as well? Yeah, it's, it was last summer and January. So then starting in uh, summer 2020, we can start signing players. Yeah, I, I heard like, po- I heard talks of it possibly being lifted for January if okay, let's say, let's say UEFA decides to grant, you know, they're like, you know what, we understand this Russian's doing some dirty business, but you know what, it's good for the it's good for the league if you know they're 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 kicking. So what if they lift the ban, even though you guys bro- broke the rules clearly? But let's say they break the ban. The garbage rules in the first. Yeah. Who, anyway, who would you ahead. who would you like to bring in, or like what position do you think would improve this team? 
Um, we need some. We need some uh, wing backs. Um, oh. I mean, some. We need some support for for Dave and for Marcus Alonso. Emerson has been okay. Um, My boy Emerson in the left back spot, but I mean, Aspilicueta is the only right back we have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he goes down, who knows what we're gonna do? And even with him, he he's not as as good as he has been. So I think some depth in, in those two positions would would be great. Maybe another solid, um, solid center back, just yeah. just to get more depth with all the comp- with you know with Champions League and on top of the mm-hmm. um, Premier League competition. So that's I mean, what I'd like to see. Yeah, with with potential injuries, you always want to have cover and you want to have backup. You want to make sure you got that covered. Chelsea's got good youth. You mean who never? They might have a Tun Zimbale in the in the in the ring. God knows, <laughs> you know. Well, and, we do have we do have Reese James actually um, at right back. He's a young guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he. I want to say he he was he just featured for England's either U twenty one or U twenty three team this past international break. Oh wow! Um, mm-hmm. Or he has in the past. Maybe I'm thinking of Hudson Adoy, um, who is in Friend the squad. Friend of the pod, Callum. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. Yeah, but uh, I think, Arjen, do you have one more Chelsea yeah. I was going to do general EPL, but if you have one more Chelsea question. So, yeah. last week we kind of went on our USA rant. Oh, gosh. Um, kind of on that topic, uh, I, I haven't heard much from, from Pulisic. Um, is, he, is, is Frank Lampard still having him in the naughty corner, or what's going on he there? A, he had a cameo, right? He did? Uh, he had, oh, you know what? He, he did come in against Newcastle, yeah. and the goal he scored was, was – mm-hmm. he didn't get a goal, the goal or the assist, but if you look at the, the highlight, it was yeah. – he really set it up. Yes. He had a cross that um, hudson Doy kind of intercepted and then passed it off to Alonso. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, Pulisic – he dribbled into the box. He drew three defenders to him. Still created enough space for him, um, for himself to make that pass across the box, and that really created the goal. Um, hopefully, he just doesn't act like a whiny bitch and <laughs> is okay and, and continues to work hard. I think I said on Twitter, you know, if if Lampard is benching him, he's got a reason to do so. Yeah, it, it must mean Mason Mount and, and Hudson Adoy they're working harder in practice or looking better. Um, you know, they're more fit or whatever. Um, so just keep working hard. And he, he, Christian's got the talent to, um, you know, to feature in the squad. He just needs oh. to prove his, prove his spot. I don't want to, you know, I, I think, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was, for once, it was me. My phone fell. Oh, okay. <laughs> Could have almost guaranteed that was a ream, but wow. Yeah, no, no bingo spots. No DMs tonight. <laughs> Um, but no, I think, uh, Lampard had said, oh, shit, I don't, I don't, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. You can, you can cut that out, right? Have shout, your intro cut that out. Shout out Ashton's phone there for, uh, yeah. <laughs> shout out. for offing itself there. Wow. Uh, and so while, while you regain that, I'm going to do a little general EPL banter and we, and I know you have some questions for us, so we'll go back and forth and I'll open the floor kind of to a three man discussion panel here. Okay. Cause I was thinking today. I was very angry about the Arsenal result, as, as we obviously know, um, against Sheffield. Uh, so I'm going to ask this to both of you. I'll let Brian answer first. If you were given, say you're an Arsenal fan, for, okay. or, or you're the head, you're Cronky. Sorry, you're Cronky. Oh, God. You're yeah. given the option of taking of a switch, of a manager swap, 
you can have Olay for Unai Emery. Would you do it or would you stick with Unai Emery? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know the answer myself. I, I was just I like, know the answer. I, I was just like, because you guys know, I'm going to do my Unai rant, so prepare your bingo spots. But <laughs> I'm curious as to what other people outside of Arsenal might think. I, I don't see the benefit here. swapping the managers. They both suck. Yeah, exactly. What, what what benefit would it have for either team to switch, other than just like new blood and new new thinking? But yeah, if you're Cronky, would you do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's um? Here's why I would do it. Okay, because they're both tactically inept. <laughs> but I think Ole, friend of the pod. I think he at least puts the players that should be in the lineup in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think he'd be featuring Ceballos. I think he'd be playing Tyranny. I think he'd be playing Lacazette. He'd, he'd figure a way to, to make the, the feature the guys that need to be playing in there. Mm-hmm. And if someone's fucking up or slacking like your boy Pepe, oh God. he's out. You know, <laughs> I don't think Ole's um, scared to flex that. But yeah, I think both of them tactically are just stupid. But yeah. I think like... You know, at least Ole's got that one thing going for him that I don't think Unai has. I th- yeah, I think the coverage is a little more bare for him. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, Brian, I think you said you had some stuff, too, prepared. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm ready. Let me pull it up. Hold on. <laughs> I got one big okay. at the end. Yeah, you, you go next. Okay. I, well, I got I to gotta fuck, Mary kill. I, this is probably more for Ashton than okay. Irene because I don't think Irene was born for the uh, 94 World Cup. I was minus one. Minus one, okay. So, Ashton, you, you probably remember the, the 94 World Cup in, yeah. in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there was a game, a couple games at Soldier Field, I think. Yeah. Okay, so that was like peak youth soccer for me. I was, I was in the middle of it. So here's mm-hmm. my fuck, Mary kill from the 94 World Cup. Alexi Lawless, Kobe Jones, and Tony Miola. Oh, Alexi Lawless, Kobe Jones, Tony Miola. All right. I think I have my answer. Right? <laughs> I think I have my answer. So I am, I'm fucking Tony Miola. Wow. <laughs> okay. The handsome Italian. He stops everything. He's going to protect me if things are going awry. So I like him. He can protect the house pretty well. He's he kind of looks like you, mate. Oh, not really. <laughs> you can grab onto that uh, ponytail. Right, exactly. You know, so... I'm going to marry... Tony Miola looks like you, mate. Oh, God. Oh, no. Not today, because today he kind of looks like he, he works at a burger shop. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking... You, but this is 94 looks, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, so I'm, going yeah, Tony, yeah. I'm going Tony Miola. Um, for... Uh, yeah, for Mary... Well, let me do kill first. I'm killing Alexi Lawless. And I'm only <laughs> yeah. doing it because of wow. his... It's probably because of his hot takes now. Not you know? his hair? Not his wild-ass goatee and hair? Gosh, he looks... That is electric. But... Yes. We're, we're talking the 94 versions of these people. Oh, 94 versions. Yeah. Oh. But see, knowing what I know now, I yeah. would... Him because he talks a lot of shite. Um, man, he might be the cover of this of this. He pod. might have been the fuck. Oh, man. I'm looking at pictures now. Let me switch this up. The Red Rock. <laughs> Alexei Lawless. Yeah, I'm fucking Lawless. That dude looks like an electric. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to marry Miola because he... He's going to protect my house. And I'm killing Kobe Jones. Oh, man. I That's gotta, harsh. That's Even though I liked one. him, he just doesn't have the same that the other lads have. That was a good one, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
So do you have, how, what would you do? <laughs> I think my neighbors just heard saying you fuck Alexei Lala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure someone peeked their head in. Arian's door just opened. Okay, who would you, what would you go with? door was open. Oh my God. Reference oh, something, reference something uh, in the background. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> That's Where, a bingo. That was good. Where would you go with it? Um, I would kill Lawless. I, I don't dig the goatee. That was uh-huh. stupid. Right. Um, I, and then I, I would marry Tony Miola and fuck Kobe Jones. Nice. Ooh. Okay. So we switched who we'd fuck, but then we met, we yes. were marrying Topla and Miola. Yep. Nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. Do you have, what else you got for us? All right. So I wanted to know from you guys, um, what your background was for actually playing soccer. Like if you played youth soccer or played in high school, and then after learning that, I have a follow-up question. Um, for me, it was um, literally, I think it was mainly my brother, right? What do you mean? I think just watching it with you and then... Uh, you no, know, he meant like playing-wise. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you Playing play high, on your high school team like, or did you just play, did you play youth soccer? I know after you still after, play directly. Okay. <laughs> so it all started with like, there's a Wheatland Athletic Association. So it's like the district... Uh-huh. Kind of like the park park district thing. I did that for a bit. I played traveling uh, soccer when I was in middle school. Uh, I was actually I made Team Chicago in the earlier days, but my dad convinced me not to go because he didn't want to travel and drive around. For it. <laughs> Which you know, I guess you know you understand when you look at the price for that compared to playing like local. Yeah, yeah. well, traveling. Uh, but then when it came to high school, our high school team was stacked. They won state, so I definitely wasn't good enough to make. Uh, the A team there, so that that did not happen for me. So I've played uh, here and there at the, at the fire pitch, as you know. Yep. And, I mean, yeah. For me, I was actually really good as a kid. Our Wheatland team went undefeated three or four seasons in a row. As did mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Bag. I actually I actually got. It's funny because you wanted to join Team Chicago, mm-hmm. right? And then one of their coaches actually talked to our dad about me going on and playing for them, but I didn't want to do it because I wanted to stay at home and eat and play video games. <laughs> and like, my dad was curious at me. He was like, why aren't you joining this team? Like, it didn't make sense. And I was like, no. So later I just kind of grow up and just smoke weed and play with my friends after school. So I was that guy and, you know, playing pickup here and there with some buddies uh, at school and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. funny enough, our dad, he, uh, he saw how much, because I told him that it was a big regret of mine, and then he tried to push on Arine when he was team, but then he didn't want it as much. So, <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of weird how that works out. But, um, uh, kind of wish I'd taken that opportunity, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, fat me back in the day. You know what? Oh, yeah. For listening to my heart, because you know what, Taco Bell and playing what Call of Duty was my calling at the time. <laughs> so that is what it is. You know. Fair enough. I'm interested to see what the follow-up is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I know we, we played uh, a game together last year or the year before, Ashton. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played goalie as a, in relief, and I, I got a clean sheet. Yes. It was did. pretty sweet. Um, so somewhat related, what, what is your best or most memorable moment of your own soccer playing career? Oh, I'd have one. Here's the, okay, I have one that's wild. You go first, yeah. It's absolutely banana land. So um, 
this was in my Wheatland days. So I was probably like in, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade. And I remember this play. Um, our team, you know, our, we were really good as our instinct used to be. We were undefeated quite a bit. And so to lose was rare and we'd get, you know, real upset. Like, I think one year we went like three, four years without losing. And we lost like that fifth year, like one game and someone's mom cried. Like, that's how bad <laughs> <laughs> so there was a game that was tight, uh, you know, I think it was fifth grade and we're tied where well, we were behind and someone on our team scored and we, we evened it up and we had the presence of mind back then to run the ball the presence back to of the, mind, presence of mind, had the, the presence of mind to run back to midfield, you know, put the ball in the center circle and go. And we put pressure on the other team and, and we knew the final whistle was coming because the ref was like, you know, two minutes, one minute and we won a corner and I go to take the corner and I'm rushing to take it. And I shit you not, the ball went in straight from my corner. I kicked it into the net from a from a corner. <laughs> oh my god! Every one, and to this day, that's the one that sticks out. <laughs> despite having a hat trick here, or there, uh, you know, I've that's had, electric. I've had some bad own goal moments, but man, that moment was yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, kind of a weird one. It's just because of the what it, what it became. Um, so actually like three years ago, oh, wow. there was recent, it's funny because I just think it's funny. Well, there's two, I, I, the second one is three one. and it involves you. That's why I want to say it. But the first one was an adult league. Um, my friend signed up for an adult league in, in, in our area in Naperville, actually. Well, I hope it's not a child. It was league. swagger. It was swagger. No, no, no. <laughs> so we go in the league and. It was like the fifth game in. Mind you, I had not paid to be in this league, and I wasn't on the roster. I just showed up with him and played. And then, and then one game, uh, we won six to five, and I scored five of our goals. Damn. And the other team was pissed off. They looked at the they like looked at the roster sheet. I think someone had talked to our bench, and they mentioned how I wasn't like on the actual roster, oh, and they reported me. Oh my god! And I was I got the ban. And Schwager had to go off to school anyway, so I got the ban off that way, off of a, a, a golden boot performance. <laughs> You're no longer welcome. Yeah, there. I got banned in the adult league, and then, cause, and then the second one actually was an own goal I scored on you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hustling back from up top, yeah. and some lad was... Um, was rushing and the ball like took a crazy jump. So I just wanted to clear it. I wanted to kick it out uh, on the side. And my brother was playing in net. I kicked the ball and I kid you not, this must have been the heaviest fucking wind in the world. It was world. windy. Yeah. It was very, the wind just blew the ball like hard right. I had never seen a ball curve so much. So much. I kicked it trying to clear it, and it curved so much. My brother's diving effort to prevent the own goal couldn't even stop it. It was a banger, upper 90 bar down. And I was like fully outstretched. <laughs> On my own net. So that was my worst yeah. moment probably in history. <laughs> How about yourself? So I have a couple. Um, one of them, it, like you, I played youth soccer like uh, just on the local like rec league. It wasn't travel or anything. Mm-hmm. I was okay, but I wasn't good. Um, and there, there's one team, I think it must have been fourth, third or fourth grade, where we were just the best team by far. We were undefeated. We won every every match by like five goals or something. So we get into the playoffs, and it is the, uh, it's the quarterfinals. And we figure, okay, we're the number one seed. We're going to destroy this other team. We end up going to overtime, 
and I think it's like two to two or something, end up going to penalty shootouts. And um, the first five kickers take it for the other team. They all make it. Our first four guys make it. And then it's the fifth person. The coach is deciding on who to put in. And um, basically it's between me and another kid. The other kid, he chooses the other kid and says, Brian, you're going first when uh, after he, he makes this. Okay. Well, the kid misses and we lose. And oh, that's like the, the only time I've ever cried from a like sporting sporting event result. Oh, like, I the whole too. team like this is third grade, fourth grade. So like this game was everything to us. We were all just like bawling and it was right. awful. And then like the next year we sucked and we ended up winning the title. So <laughs> it all worked out in the end. Um, and then so that was just kind of a vague one. Didn't really involve me too much, but the one that I absolutely remember is um, it was uh, not this past summer, but the or two summers ago, I think I, I'm I was playing an adult rec league in downtown Indianapolis at IUPUI Stadium. Um, I was just on a free agent team. I didn't really know any of the people in the league. I just wanted to get out there and play. Um, and whenever you join a free agent team, it's always kind of a mishmash. Sometimes people are just out there to, to get exercise. And you're like, you fucking suck at soccer. Don't play soccer to get exercise. We all know that guy. Yeah, or girl. Or girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'd lose every game. But I'd just go out there and try to have as much fun and try to score a goal, even though I'd always end up um, get playing defense because we would get shit pumped otherwise. Um, so anyway, there's this one game where we're actually not losing and I'm, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to play forward. Um, so I, I'm probably 30, 30 yards out, uh, 30 yards out of the goal, um, facing my own goal. Someone pass or kicks a pass towards me and I can feel a defender coming up behind me and I'm like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to shoot it. So before the ball gets to me, I kind of faint to the right as if I'm going to turn and go um, and then take one touch to my left, turn and do a 180, and then hit basically uh, on my next touch, hit it towards goal, and it just curls in and goes upper 90 um, for like the most amazing goal I've ever scored. On the right goal. Wow. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the correct goal, yes. It was, just, it was like a, a one touch to set myself up and then turn basically like a, a 180 no scope right into the upper net. Yes. Back of the net. That's sick. <laughs> and then I just turned around and I had my arms out. I was like, I don't know how the fuck I scored that. And I will never score a better, better goal in my life, Ooh. but it was just amazing. What a snipe. I guess we're going to have to start calling you the sniper then. The, although yeah, <laughs> last, sniping caboose. the sniping caboose, that's what you'll be from now on. All right, Brian, before we let you go, uh, final thoughts, pick out the top four. Who's the top four? And right I got now. one last question for him. Okay, right, quick real quick, because I got to go. Yes. Oh, top, oh um, top four and then Arjen's question. Yeah. Okay. Real, top four and then Arjen's yeah. question. Um, I think it's got to be Liverpool, City, uh, Chelsea, Leicester. Okay. In that order? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. And then my question to you is, where's the craziest place you've done a poo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, craziest place. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know? I've definitely done them outside. I usually don't do crazy. Like, if I have to go, I'll find a bathroom. Because I know your team poo anywhere, so. Yeah. Yeah. Poo anywhere, but, like, in a bathroom. Right. But where? 
I, I, I poop in an airplane bathroom. I, I poop in like porta johns and okay. So we're places you want to. What's the wildest porta john? Then? I want to hear this. Then what was it? An event? What was going on? Probably at a concert or something. Okay, that's wild. <laughs> or, no, 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 no. Um, I think at like a, a a national park or something, like one of those kind of outhouse porta johns that gets okay. serviced maybe like once a month. Woo. Wow. All right. Well, with that, <laughs> right. I'm sure. Well, we'll catch up with you in a couple months for sure. Yep, absolutely. Thanks for letting me get back on the on the pod. I love it. Thanks for having us on. Or thanks for coming on. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You, you asked some questions too, so I thought we were on. Thanks for coming on, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to you guys later. Right. Talk uh, to you later. Bye. And a great interview there with Brian Moore. With Brian Moore on um, now that we had a clear interview. Yes, yeah, it was it was important for him to get his his redemption, as we said on the thing that you know it's a clear clear interview that we learned that Skype works. So sh- shout out uh, Brian Moore, our boy, and yeah, shout out Martha. <laughs> shout out to the caboose being loose today. Yeah, top man. And also, I want to bring up before we get into our other segment. Remember, we talked about how people can hit us on Twitter. How can they do that again, Ryan? At the 40 Corner 2 mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. And how about our email? Uh, the 40 Corner 2 at gmail.com. And the reason I waited, you remember we talked, we already plugged once, but I waited for now, is because we have received our first email. And it is from Brian Moore. And it was titled, Frauds. I'll bet you don't even check the email account, you clowns. So this has been brought to our attention from the intern. We are not frauds. And we finally have an email. Thank you, Brian Moore. So, Brian Moore, we are not Joe Clinton. I'm sorry to tell you that. We're not frauds. Actually, no, Trezeguet. That's true, but Joe Clinton stinks. So moving on, let's go to some action. Uh, I regret to inform everyone of the Sheffield United 1 Arsenal 0 score. Uh, Mousset, the only goal, goal scorer. A note about him. His last 30 appearances, 28 of them have been as subs, and he started two games. Wait, who scored? Mousset. Oh, yeah, yeah. And his two times he scored were against Arsenal. So, fuck you, Mousset. Wait, when was the first time? Just like last February, he was with Bournemouth, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and that was just me watching the game and hearing that. He's a 23-year-old lad, too. Yeah, well, fuck him. Uh, you know, this was just, uh, in my opinion, yeah, yeah. another poor performance from Arsenal. Uh, it's not good enough. You saw the lineup, and you saw a little of the first half. Right. Okay, I, I will answer my stuff in a second. But isn't it it's just isn't it frustrating, and I'm a fan, but you could see it from the outside, that it looks like the manager employs the same tactics after not learning how bad they worked the week before. Right. Um he, I'm I'm gonna go and say this. Now, as of right now, he's the worst manager in the league. I don't can I, you think of anyone that's worse? No. No, I agree with you. I don't think he has anything down from player management to tactics mm-hmm. to anything. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, he makes good transfers <laughs> for with what he's a, got. But they have a group that does that now. They, they hired people. Oh, they I hired Raul Sanlehi from Barcelona to do that. They just have a little good evening stamp. And he stinks because what is it? You and I have talked about this on the show many times. You, if you have that front three, you need a link. This man has gone into Sheffield United yeah. with a midfield of Shaka, Genduzi, and Willock. These are three guys that are more defensive. He set them up defensive. What are you doing? It's Sheffield United, mate. Why are you setting up defensive if, if for any, Sheffield fucking anything, United? If anything, you want to do the opposite because coming into this game, yeah. they only gave up seven goals. So Sheffield is 
hunkering down, if anything. Well, and that's my – yeah, exactly. And so you shouldn't be worried about getting attacked on. You have to get the first goal against them. Yeah, and you need a link. So why Ceballos is on the bench? Why Ozil isn't even selected? Lacazette. Is beyond me. Lacazette coming back from injury. Okay, okay. But, but, but yeah, I mean, he ends up panic putting these guys on in the second half. He waits till halftime to put Ceballos on, and someone might say, well, he adjusted. Well, no, he waited till they went down 1 0. You know, if you've known this hasn't worked week after week after week against Bournemouth, against Aston Villa, right. I'm talking about teams that they should be beating. Now, if you're playing Liverpool, if you're playing Manchester City, if you're playing another big team away, Mm-hmm. Go ahead and employ this lineup. Try to hit him on the counter. But against teams like this, stupid. Wow. Yeah? I agree. Um, I, I just don't get where they're coming here. So, unbelievable. I don't, I don't even know where to go with them. And I think the only way is to get rid of them. I mean, all I'll say is also the set piece, poor on set pieces. Arsenal's oh. conceded 22 Premier League. Uh, goals from set pieces since the start of last season. Only Watford and Everton have given up more. And Arsenal's lost four of their last seven away against newly promoted sides when it took 49 games previously. And also, um, a lot of people, including you and me, Mm -hmm. really shit on Sheffield before the season started. They're in ninth place. Yeah. 12 points with nine games. Wow. Congrats to them for putting pressure on today, getting the win. Uh, And they've they've drawn against Chelsea. So, hey, you know, good for them. Um, That said, this is Arsenal's worst start in five seasons. Wow. Even Sad. though they're in fifth, the result finally caught up something, to the performance. If they keep playing like this, they're going to fall down something, and down. Something and down. Man United can relate to as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel you guys. I don't really have much else to say. Either. I can talk forever on this, but yeah. I'm going to cut it right there. Um, let's move on to something that will make me a little more happy. Tottenham draw with Watford. 1-1. Uh, Ducouré with Watford's goal. Deli Ali with a late equalizer. Mm-hmm. A bit of a gift from Ben Foster, if I may say. Yeah. Uh, how? I mean, we say this every week, but in reality, you know, after that Brighton game, we were a little concerned. Now I'm really concerned for Tottenham. Yeah, I think um, this, this should be a for sure three points. The worst yeah. team in the league by a mile. Mm-hmm. At home. At home. Yeah. At See, home. we drew Watford, and then they made fun of me. Now you drew Watford at home. What's going on? Yeah. I, and then... Um, I was telling you, I only rate two players on that team. Yeah. I really only um, rate Deli Ali and Son. That's it. I would say Son has been their best player lately. Mm-hmm. He continues to create chances. Continues to create chances. Continues to make, thing ha- make things happen. Everyone else has disappeared. Well, here's what I'm saying. It's not that they just tied Watford, right? Mm-hmm. It's the fact that Watford had so many times... Had chances, yeah. Had chances to make it 2-0. Well, where's the defense on that goal? So Spurs have now conceded inside 10 minutes two matches in a row. First time since November 2014 they've done that. And this was minutes after Welbeck came off. Did they forget that, you know, someone else can run into that space? Because Decore just went through. And Davinson Sanchez and Toby Alderweireld, who are normally somewhat reliable, where were they on that? That was horrendous defending. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Like, I'm very shocked that we're seeing this kind of play from Tottenham. I mean, they had the ball, but they didn't do much with it, in my opinion. I don't really know what the problem is. Again, it'd be great to have a Tottenham fan on here, but none of them... We might soon. We'll attack. It'd be great, because they're honestly... It's shocking, like, the, the fall that they've had How about this, this season. I'll guarantee us we'll have a Tottenham fan next week. Okay. 
We'll do it. Tottenham okay. fans out there listening, because I one of you's coming on. Because I'm I'm really interested because they didn't lose much, and we're not doing it to trash you. We really, I legit want to know what's going on with them. This is shocking because they can't keep up. They can't keep this up. Because Watford hasn't won a match. Granted, they didn't win this one, but they were four minutes away. And a non-fuck-up from Ben Foster. Yeah. Because that was a horrendous goaltender. I mean, it's not that Tottenham didn't have their chances, but, I mean, they gave up a lot of of good chances to Watford, too. And and now they go into a match, they're mid-table, and they're playing Liverpool next week. So, anything else on them? No. No. Let's go now to the... (laughs) I mean, I have nothing. Yeah. I think that's that's just... Let's go the electric lemonade kits here. Uh, Something I don't like, but you do. Oh, I think it's amazing. And, and Manchester City kept it going with a 2 nothing win over Palace. Uh, they always look – I mean, they're winning in those uniforms. Goals from Jesus and David Silva all within three minutes of each other. So they looked really good. They could have won they by more. They had 90 chances. It was like watching a FIFA game, especially <laughs> Sterling's goal. That – they're the pass. Yeah, or sorry, Sterling's pass to Silva was insane. Goal of the season candidate, you said that. Oh, yeah, for so many reasons. Yeah. He was finished with a weak foot as well. Mm -hmm. Overhead, I don't, dude. How did he see him? Yeah. If if we can retweet that, we should. Let's remember, we'll we'll make a list for ourselves here to retweet that. I mean, I think that that's credit to them and how in tune they are with knowing where each other are on the pitch and where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. That right there is how you win championships, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's crazy because that's that's nuts. As good as Sterling was in the first half, he missed some easy oh, chances. Because yeah. I was saying, I was like, man, Sterling's elite. And then we learned that his weak foot is, is tragic. <laughs> it's probably a one star in real life. Horrendous, yeah. awful stuff. And Manchester City has a nice run against easy teams so to speak coming up okay. but i'm looking at their back line and I, i'm very curious maybe jeff paris can answer this for us too their center backs were rodri and fernandinho for this match rodri rodri's can, a makeshift center back right I mean. so how long can they sustain with that I is mean, stones dead i i yeah i believe stones is dead laporte is dead i don't know what happened to um uh, who's bearded lad, eh? Otamendi? Yeah, what happened to Otamendi? Did Raul steal his soul two weeks ago? Like, yeah, what I, I don't even know. What's going on there? So, I mean, and they had uh, Cancelo and Mendy, but to, you know, central. Crystal Palace didn't really offer much of an attack. They had a couple chances. They did have one where Ederson made a great save. Yeah. Um, I think was that on Penteke's header? Yeah. Or, you know, so, but I'll say this. These cannot be their center backs when they play big games. True. So Your attacking can only take you so far. That's why I still – I made the prediction over break. I still have Liverpool over Manchester City at the moment despite them picking two points up on them. You know, I'm not sure about their center backs. So That's true. And, and if, if you want to drop points at Old Trafford, at Old Trafford, even though they're shit, I mean, it's, it's a rivalry game. I mean, that's, those aren't points – you know, well, you should dread dropping. Let's talk about other teams that have dropped points there. Chelsea lost it, lost there. Arsenal drew there. So yeah. it's not been easy. Um, anything else about that match? Mm-hmm. There really wasn't too much. I mean, it's just a city domination. Yeah. Do you take back that they're fun to watch? Yeah, they're fun to watch. They're, I mean, they're, they're passing. And the last thing I want to say, my boy, Jesus, believe it or not, has scored his 50th city goal. What? Yes. Isn't that insane? Bro, that's so low-key. Yeah. He scored his 50th city goal, and he's also scored in his last seven starts for them. So, I 
I'm telling you, mate. I, we had that conversation at the beginning of the year. I mean, you could put me in that lineup and I'll fucking score, though. So If Aguero were hurt and they had Jesus going on a run of, of, of matches, I would pick him up in fantasy. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, because he plays, look who plays behind him. KDB, Bernardo Silva, Raheem Sterling. I mean, they're a wagon up front. They and are. you know what? He's only 22. All right. Look at that. Yeah. He'll be ready. He'll be the heir apparent. Probably. Yeah. Unless they buy another Once Roberto 5, Firmino's time ends, looks like uh, Jesus will be the best, the best Brazilian striker. <laughs> oh, you striker. meant for Brazilian. Ah. Yeah. How about your boy Joe Clinton? Wesley. No, man. <laughs> just, all not right. Good enough. Not good enough. So we'll cover the other matches here. Um, in other action, Everton 2, West Ham nothing. Bernard and Sigurdsson with the goals for Everton. Villa 2, Brighton 1. Uh, Webster scoring early for Brighton. Who the mm. fuck is that? <laughs> Moy was sent off for Brighton, which then led to... Friend Gre- of the pod, Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy, off he went. Grealish scoring in stoppage time of the first. And an incredible call wow. on the winning goal from my boy Matty Target in the 90 plus 4 minute. Again. Weaves inside. Great ball to target. Target! Unbelievable! Ten seconds of the promised additional time remaining, and he gets the most dramatic of winning goals for Aston Villa. Talk about taking it to the edge. We also had Bournemouth nil, Norwich nil, Leicester two, Burnley one. Wood scoring early for Burnley. Vardy and Tielemans answering and getting the three points for the Foxes. And finally, Wolves won, Southampton won, Ings for Southampton, and your boy Raul for the Wolves. It was a penalty, let's not flatter. It's a pen. Uh, so, any statements or comments on these matches? I know we mentioned it every week, what the fuck is going on with Wolves, man? They were supposed <laughs> to be better than this. 11 points in 13 games, and they're, they're sitting at 13th. Well, I Just think... above Manchester United, this is wild. And Everton. I feel like they've done better. And then they just drew, no, but bro, they just drew Southampton at home. Southampton isn't a good team. They're not the worst. I mean, they're they're down there. (laughs) This to me was not a shocking result. I I mean, not many teams are are worse than them. Only two. I guess so. Maybe you you go off a high of beating City, you come back from... Here's the other thing. With the international break happening, I feel like... People just come back, and you get these crazy results. Yeah. And a lot of the big teams had players that traveled, whereas a lot of the smaller teams did not. True. So I think that's why you're seeing so many of these wild results that, we, that we're speaking of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make a note of that Bournemouth-Norwich match, 0-0. They were the only Premier League sides before this week without clean sheets, and they just took care of each other there. <laughs> so you know what that means? Pookie watch. Is suspended. Again. Is suspended. What is going on with him? Is it the travel? He did play for Finland. I think he just had too much sex after that. those big goals against uh, Armenia. Armenia. <laughs> you know, he's got to come down here. So. He had an electric weekend. Who do they play next week? I'll find that out in one second. While you find that out, uh, Everton did beat West Ham. I did have the... The, uh, my West bet, Ham? I did pick a draw for those that went on Twitter and saw it. I posted my ticket. It was 10 to win uh, 17. That was a wild, wild. Um, or no, it was 10 to win $27. I would have won 27 It was a good shout, though. It was a good shout. And actually, it was intact until Sigurdsson scored late. Speaking of Sigurdsson, since his Premier League debut, he has 21 goals from outside the box, 
Can you name the Premier League player that has more goals from outside the box than Gilfie Sigurdsson since his introduction in January of 2012? Since January 2012, yeah. Steven Gerrard? No. Uh, well, think, you got to give me a hint. Think here. from that area, like that general area of the globe. So Sigurdsson's from Iceland. This guy's from close to Iceland. Think Nordic. He oh. plays for a big team right now. You didn't mention him as one of the big players on the team. You, you said they got two good players. You don't like him. He Spurs, wants to go to Real Madrid. Uh, Christian Eriksen. Yeah, Christian Eriksen has 22. So what? speaking of Norwich, what were you going to... Oh, yeah. They're, they're uh, playing Man United. So Pookie can score. Yeah. All Fair right. game. There's that. Anything else? It's at home, too. Carol it's in Norwich, Road. yeah. Where, where uh, Cantwell hopefully can get back on the right foot, too, because he's yeah, killing him, my fans. Him, him as well. That's right. All right. So, with that said, anything else on those matches? Um, not that I could think of. No. All right. Well, let's get... Oh, yeah. The Villa game was electric. Yes. As you oh, hear from the call. As you heard from the call. Oh, my goodness. Target. What an absolute winner. And, and man, Villa. I mean, a week after we had Milan on. Or two mm-hmm. weeks now, I guess, because I... Sorry. Since action. They're on a roll. They're on a roll. And you know who else is still on, they on the table? You know who else? Oh, La Villa? Yeah. 12th. 12th. And where are we putting I mean, them? Somewhere between there. And so. they made a big leap this week with that win. Yeah. And I like so that it. was a big goal. And also, Real the wagon team. that is Leicester City is still rolling with a yeah. win at Burnley. Absolutely. Your boy, Yuri Tillmans. Very good. With the game winner. Very good team. Very good work. I'm telling you, yeah, they're, uh, you know, if I can switch my prediction, you heard me last week say Chelsea's third. I'm going to put Leicester at fourth now. Arsenal, fuck off. You're done. So, um, yeah. Is, is Everton back? I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I need well. another result from them. I need more. West Ham, that's a good start. Good win over yeah. West, Ham. West Ham. I need more from them. West Ham's up and down, like Manuel Pellegrini's health. <laughs> <laughs> but, eh, you know. I'm just happy that Silva finally uh, started my boy Bernard. All right. Yeah, and he scored. So yeah. with that with that done, let's move on to the interactions, the favorite parts of the show. We'll talk about predictions. Nine scores are in, and Arin looks like you did a madness this week. Oh, yes. Uh, Arin leading the way this week with 15. Brian had 12. Uh, I had 10, and this week's caboose, co-cabooses, we're Steven Hill with nine. Wow. So where does this put us? Well, guess who's leading the whole pack? Uh, me. Yeah. That's you with an average of 13.89. Let's go, baby. I'm right behind you with 13.78. Steve with 13.5. So it's a tight race. And the caboose, Brian Moore. He's still the caboose. 12.13. But you're within... A point of second to last. And after this week, next week, Nikhil is eligible. But just to give him an this idea. This is wild. To give him an idea of where he stands, though, he's at 13.5 right now. Yeah. Exact tie with Steve. That's wild. So his average went down a little bit. But, you know, that's what happens when you have few entries. But he's yeah. building them up. So everyone's getting the predictions in, too. That's yeah. Well, I mean, we have a consistent Fab Five. Oh, yeah. Uh, hopefully more people will get in on it. Uh They'll have a while to go to become quote-unquote eligible, but hey, we'll have fun with it. So if you haven't put a prediction in... I think those standings were um, reverse of what we had last week. I think I finished last. 
And then I think Steve and Nikhil probably got first. Well, the Premier League is, is tough to predict coming into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So those of you that want to send them in, where should they send predictions into? Uh, at the footy corner to at Twitter. I was going to say at Twitter.com. At Twitter. And then um, the number at, two. And then the footy corner two at gmail.com. Okay. And we're not frauds. We check them. At we the, check at the email, Brian. Hughes. All right. By the way, I'm going to expose him here. The reason why he likes Dave so much is because that's his middle name. So, there you go. Hot take. Uh, Is that true, Brian? (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and make our predictions now for the upcoming week. Uh, We have a game on Friday, so prepare yourselves. If you're a gambler, get that bet in. There you go. We got Southampton Leicester. I have a shock result. I got 1-1, and Danny Ings, your boy. Is the goal scorer. My boy, also the Caboose's boy. I know um, Brian Moore's a big guy. Ings guy. Um, Soton one, Leicester two, and I got, you know, Vardy. I got to go with Vardy. Yeah. I feel like that's a common score. Like Man- I got Man City four, Villa one, Aguero. <laughs> okay. So there's a method behind this madness. I'm going Man City one, Villa two, but I'm, I'm not having Raheem Sterling as a score. <laughs> Raheem Sterling's your score? Yeah. Even though they, they're going to lose. Yeah. At home? Yes. Okay. Aston Villa will win. Okay. Well, we'll talk more about that, I think, a little bit. We will. Watch Jeff Paris. Shout out Jeff Paris. Also, one. Jeff Paris, we know you listen. Submit your picks, baby. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good shout. We got Watford. I have Watford 1, Bournemouth 2, Callum Wilson. I have the same score. Same thing. Okay. Oh, that's a bingo sheet. Watford. Oh, it is. Mark that off. Watford's at home. But, you know, they haven't won a game this year, so they stink. I Here's one I have that's a bit of a surprise, maybe, too. I've got Brighton 1, Everton 1, and your boy Richarlison. My boy. Nice. I got Brighton 1, Everton 2, and I'm praying he starts, so Bernard. Okay. Hopefully he will. He's, well, I, he should. He scored. My boy Bernard. I got West Ham 2, Sheffield 0, and I have Yarmolenko. I have West Ham 2, Sheffield 1, and Sepp Holler. Okay. Our boy. Yeah, um, friend of the pod. Burnley hosting Chelsea. I got Burnley 1, Chelsea 2, Tammy Abraham. I got Burnley 1, Chelsea 3, Tammy Abraham. I mean, you can't go with another goal. Yeah. Yeah. Newcastle hosting Wolves. I got Newcastle 0, Wolves 2, and your boy Raul. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I got Newcastle 1, Wolves 2, and I also have my boy Raul. Because Raul is back. Hopefully. I'm telling you, Raul is Hopefully. back. This will be the determining week if Raul is back. All right. Then we got Arsenal and Crystal Palace. Um, You're not going to like me for this one, well, mate. We stink. But I have picked up Amiang every week, so I'm going different. I got Arsenal 3, Palace 1. I think they're going to bounce back. They're decent at home. Lacazette. I think with Arsenal's lows, and I think Palace is actually really good. Uh, so I, I went 2-2 two, two in Aubameyang. Okay. Uh, Liverpool hosting Tottenham in the, probably the match of the week. I got Liverpool 3, Tottenham 1, Firmino. I got Liverpool 2, Tottenham 1. Hopefully he plays Salah. Okay, that's why I didn't pick him. I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And then in the last match is my shock result. Yeah, yeah. I have Norwich 2, United 1. Pookie Watch is going to be back. Ooh, I didn't think of that. I got Norwich 1, Man U 2, and Rashford um, uh, hopefully proving people. Or not hopefully, but he will prove people wrong, I believe. All right. On well, whether he can play that striker role. At Jerem, tweet at us. Let us know if you think uh, Marcus Rashford is uh, – is a number nine, a good number nine in the Premier League. All right. Well, uh, let's move on. Make your picks. Let's move on to comments and shout-outs. We had a good amount of interactions again. Yeah. I want to first cover – we asked questions, and people came to the bell. They rang – you know, they came to answer. And uh, 
for most surprising player. Uh, Brian Moore agreed with me on Pookie. Uh, he said agreed with uh, Ashton that Pookie is the most surprising if he can follow up his international brace with a couple more goals in the next few weeks. Teams might start talking about a January move for him. Do you think Pookie has any chance of going anywhere? I think he's up there in age. So, yeah. uh, unfortunately not. I think he uh, he's a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe he just needs to stay at Norwich and uh, just keep doing a madness there. All right. And we have two guys that picked your boy, Adrian. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve said my surprise player for the year goes to, and he said his full name, so I got confused. Adrian Castillo. Did you know that was his last name? No, but Steve was electric on the, on the tweets. Yeah, well, we'll get to that around. So for Allison to go down and for Liverpool to have the results that they've had uh, during that time is above and beyond what I've expected. Nikhil agreed. He seconded it. Said not sure how much is down to Van Dyke and the improved defense in front of him, but... Every pundit out there predicted Liverpool to drop points when Allison went down. That's and true. They did not technically. I like that. I like that shout. Although Adrian did make some stupid errors, but I guess you know it's gonna happen, right? They didn't drop any points. That's he did his team. job. Uh, Ironically, they dropped points with Allison instead. So and, and Steve gave a shout out. So for once, we're not giving a shout out. Steve gave a shout out to Nikhil. Oh wow! On agreeing with him. Shout out! Shout out, Steve and Nikhil. For uh, we had a lot of listener inter- interaction. Yeah. Uh, for most disappointing, uh, Brian Moore did respond to that as well. He did talk about uh, basically he said Spurs, all of Spurs players. Loselso, which I agree with, hasn't done. Do you even know he's he was on Spurs? I forgot about him. No, I, I knew. I knew about him. You might not like. This I call him a fraud from the start. I'm saying that right now. He also had your boy. Huh, was that boy in Dembele? Yeah, he had a, he had that strike in the first uh, game, and I'm pretty sure he had a good second game. But honestly, I haven't kept track of him uh, since then. He's been okay. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with him as much as Loselso. And he also asked, "What's happened to Cessignon? I, I mean, I think he's injured. Um, I can't talk. Yeah, I think my left is. back hasn't played either. Tierney hasn't played for Arsenal yet. So, which I mean, he can. It's he just, should. I don't know why. But yeah, we're not going to go back to that. But. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. I don't, hopefully, he gets better because I really want to see how he plays on Tottenham. Jeff Paris wanted to let us know that uh, the game was in Toronto, Unansis. So that's my bet. Yeah, I, I kind of was like, oh, it was in Toronto, but you were pretty keen on it being in Vancouver. Shout out Vancouver, been there, yeah. both of us, nice city. And Steve was not very happy. He said, first time we lost to Canada in my lifetime. Sure, they've got Davies, but did you see the game? They probably would have won without him. He said, mark my words, we won't be making the World Cup. Wow. Overreaction or do you agree with him? Um, to be completely honest with you, I don't really know how the new format is, but I know it's a lot easier for the U.S. to make it now. Mm-hmm. So I think for that reason, we probably will make it. But I wouldn't be shocked if we don't. And like, I don't know at this point if it's a good thing if we don't make it just for like a wake-up call again. But uh, we obviously didn't learn much from last time. So uh, at this point, I I don't know. Absolutely did not. And so another poll that we had up before we get to the fun one, uh, we asked which Premier League manager will be fired next. And uh, Ole had 63% of the vote. My boy, our boy. And Marco Silva had the rest. So no one voted for Bruce Steve or others. So it's really between Silva and Ole. 63%, like I said. Pretty shocking uh, that Bruce Steve isn't on there because his side only has like five goals in like nine games. It may, and that may happen. 
Um, but I want to mention that Steve did make note uh, again of that. He said, Man United only fire away if they actually fall into the bottom three. He did say they'll be in that yeah. that zone after the match against Liverpool, but we're going to skip that part. Oh, um, no. Do you think that's what it'll take to fire Olay? See, I don't know. who Will they give it to Giggsy at the end of the season? Give it or to like, Giggsy. See, I think they just want to have a, a you know someone to come in. Mm-hmm. I think Man U is actually pretty smart at, at doing that. So, actually, I don't know anymore. I, I, you know, I don't know what it's going to take. I think they'll give him until January. Well, the post post match after oh. that match occurred, Nikhil chimed in. Don't you want to get that soda stream? Oh God! What is something happening off the screen again? Isn't yeah. this what you were talking okay. about? Well, bingo sheet. Are you talking about something off? Hey, the screen? and people tweet at us if you're a fan of carbonated like water. I'm personally soda not. Streams. I personally am not. Sparkling ice. Are you team sparkling ice? That's not that's not what it is. I'm talking sparkling water. Like if you go to Europe, they'll give you a. Oh, oh you're I just, just talking about sparkling water. Someone just drooled there. You yeah. <laughs> Soda streams. Soda streams. They. Yeah. Also, I saw you look at me and then look away. You're like, oh no, he's about to drool. That's fucking disgusting, mate. <laughs> Let me tell you something though. Soda streams. You could throw in something. It'll taste like anything. Like they will taste like sparkling ice. They have those flavor things. Oh, I thought it was just carbonated water. I mean, there is also carbonated water. That's an option, but you can add flavor to it. I'm just not a big carbonated water guy. All right. Let us know, guys. Let us know. Um, but let me get back to the thing. Nikhil, another, a lot of interactions from, from these guys, uh, saying that as a Liverpool fan, I'd honestly take a draw against United just so that Olay stays and makes sure United finishes 17th this season. Hashtag Olay's at the Okay, wheel. now I'm not going to say anything, but isn't this the second straight week that Nikhil has called something wild? Didn't he call Newcastle's win over mm-hmm. like, or like predicted it somehow or made a tweet about it? Oh. Remember well, when Newcastle beat Manchester United? But, oh, this Nick, happened before the match too. Nikhil had a cheeky ass comment. Yeah, no, wow, I thought this was after the match. No. no this was posted before the match. Wild, bro, Nikhil. He, he actually called United losing to Newcastle, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it, oh, it was like a hypothetical scenario. We're going to we're gonna have to have Nikhil give us locks of the week. Mate, these bets, we would have made Mate, a lot of money. Nikhil, you should, Nikhil, if you're in the Chicagoland area, come to the horseshoe, lad. Speaking of which, I posted uh, the cheeky bet sheet um, calling the West Ham Everton draw. Wild. Thing. That did not hit. And Trevor McIntyre with his first interaction saying, unlucky. <laughs> and Brian, <laughs> Brian Moore said, oh, that's a bingo. Oh, my so, God. Speaking of which, if you want to play bingo next week, this is going to be a thing. Yeah. Brian has randomized four sheets. So the first four people, I guess three after him, that say they're in on bingo, we're going to play it next episode. We should so get, tweet at us, yeah, and we will assign you a card. And winners should get something, I am. Yeah. We will give the winner something. We haven't decided yet. We'll think about it this week. We'll tweet it out. Yeah. Follow our Twitter. We we'll don't have much out, to give, but we'll think of something. We'll tweet out something we can send the winner, something cheeky. And you have to prove you got bingo. And yeah. We'll review the episode. Like you, you have to say the time that you got bingo in. And we'll do a review. That's <laughs> wild, but I'll do a review. Uh, and the final thing I want to say before we get to our favorite segment of Knots of the Week, before that, it got a little heated. It got a little heated um, in when uh, Jeff Paris, we apologize, we did not ask the guest, but he did say, I don't know who your guest is this week, but 
a good question would be who is a bigger diver, Salah or Mane? First of all, I want to know your response. Uh, Salah. Oh, so you, I mean, no hesitation. Right. Okay. <laughs> then Steve says, I've respected your commentary up until this series of tweets. Now I hate to inform you that you're canceled. Oh, my God. Is that the first cancellation? I don't make the rules, but certainly enforce them. Wow. So Jeff Paris has just been canceled. I even texted uh, I texted you earlier today. I was like, mate. This is electric. Steve just canceled Jeff on Twitter. <laughs> Wild. And I needed that today. So shout out to Steve and shout out to uh, Jeff, even though Jeff was kind of victimized here. Um that, that brightened up my day a little bit. And comes at Steve saying that I don't know, I have no idea who you are. So, um, that's, two, and for Steve, that's, that's, that's what Jeff says to have literally everyone. Yeah. So, so it's a, uh, it's a heated debate. Uh, maybe you guys should play bingo against each other. Yeah. All right. Anything else there for, do you have anything? Uh, uh it's, it's wild. Oh, wait, what happened? I thought I had a bloody nose for a second. <laughs> mate, I've been getting those. The weather is getting wild. Yeah, we're getting dried it? up. Dry air, right. mate. Well, let me share the results for nonce of the week. Oh, yes. Uh, last week's winner, U.S. Men's Soccer. People were not happy that we lost to Canada. 40% went with that. 30% said Donald Trump. 20% went with the Fairfield Interceptor who ran the wrong way. Wow. And only 10% for Bulgaria. So the U.S. men's soccer Ra- team. Racism got less votes. <laughs> Come on, lads. Then the Fairfield Interceptor. <laughs> it's a child who's run the wrong way. <laughs> well, U.S. men's soccer is on the house. I fucking love our polls. Right. You never know what to expect. You don't. And this week, it gets, it gets crazy again. It gets crazy again. What do we have this week? Well, one, we have Wesley... Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, okay. I didn't introduce. Yeah. First of all. <laughs> you jumped in the gun, mate. All right. <laughs> it's late. You're tired. All right. Our, so, now presenting, Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. All right. Our first nominee is, as you probably know, <laughs> Wesley. Uh, so Friend of the pod. Apparently, Wesley came out with an inspiring story. <laughs> um, is it inspiring? I mean, it, it, that's, that's maybe that's the purpose of what NBC Sports did. I want to shout out Nikhil for sharing this, by the way. Um, but Wesley apparently said that he uh, he opened up about being a father at the age of fourteen. Wow. Um, yeah. So w- w- this is a direct quote um, from Wesley. I was fourteen when I had my first kid, and sixteen when I had my second. When what? I, when you didn't had, learn after the first time? When I had my children, I told myself I had to do everything to be a football player. Now, look, I understand these things happen, but what's the definition of a nonce? Unless he was slamming older women. I mean, so technically, he was a, um, a father was a at 14. Yeah. Which means he okay. was out here free-willing at, at 13. Someone, someone get people in Brazil condoms. So... Someone give if, Brazil condoms. If she was... Hopefully she was his age or older because if not, then he's a nonce. She was not even thirteen. That makes him a nonce. Oh, my clear God. nonce are you going on? Wesley might have to be uh, canceled for me. I might have to take him off of the fantasy corner. That's that's shocking. You know. So uh, then we have T Grace. Now I, I, you know, this 
I kind of went back and forth debating on, on what to do here. Uh, but so th- we're talking about the, what is it, the Mexican League? What do you call that? The League MX? League MX. Yeah, sorry. I, I can't believe it. I'm Like I said, it's, it's late. And I am. Uh, so apparently, <laughs> so Tigres is, is, an, is a candidate because, so there's a side Veracruz. And a lot of their players were not paid. So they were protesting the unpaid wages by literally standing around the pitch. So what does Tigres do? They score three goals. Wow. <laughs> they scored three goals while uh, yeah, while Veracruz was uh, was uh, what is it, protesting these wages. <laughs> so shocking scenes. Yeah, I mean so so here's how it's been described. Actually it says incredible scenes in Mexico where Veracruz has allowed Tigres to score in a comical fashion. Uh, the home crowd saw their side kick off and started playing. They kicked it back to the goalie, right? So when they kick it back to the goalie, the subs go on the touchline, and everyone just stands around the touchline. Um, so the goalie then sends the ball into the Tigres half, uh, and basically, you know, the visitor's like, well, what do we do? Well, they ended up passing it and playing it up the pitch and scored on no one essentially, and they did that two more times. So the game got chick- chippy. There was a red card in there. Tigres ended up winning 3-1. Veracruz is in last place in the league, but uh, nonce of the week, Tigres for a grade. All right, then we got New York City Football Club, NYCFC. This is wild. This is, this we're is we're going to MLS for this one. They're playing their playoff game tonight. Yeah. Tonight, because the listeners, will this will come out on Wednesday. Uh, against Toronto, shout out Jeff Paris, at City Field, the Mets Stadium. Wow. So they're just changing baseball stadiums. So mind them. You know, they've been playing at Yankee Stadium. We've made fun of them. Oh, yeah. For many years now. Uh, they've been kicked out because of the potential of the Yankees to have been in the World Series. Now, the Yankees obviously are not in the World Series. Right. Uh, so NYCFC. Is playing uh, once again. Shout out to the Yankees for losing me a lot of money um, by not winning. Ooh, when did they lose you? When? When was that? Tanaka. Oh no, they won, and I bet against them. Is that what it was? Yeah, you bet Houston. Yeah, fuck. you bet Granky. Yeah, sorry. Continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so really, I mean, I understand that things like this happen, but. But they've been around since 2013. You're telling me they cannot play and they cannot figure a stadium out? Well, that's the whole thing with New York. I actually talked to my friend who's from yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, no space. And all their stadiums are in New Jersey, all these New York teams. Yeah, it's because of space. But then why do you come out and promise that you're going to – that's what they said. The vision is, oh, we're going to have a field soon. They're, I think they're going to be playing, playing on baseball fields. My, my question is why are they playing at City Field? Like what, what happened to Yankee Stadium? Oh, I was just saying – because of the potential of the World Series, mate. Yeah, but they had to make the plan earlier. They had to plan it oh, out. Oh, I mean, still. So, so I mean, the I Yankees guess, didn't whatever. get in, and this is what it is. Apparently, it's nicer, but still. I, I mean, mean, the Yankees have been out for a while. That's why I say that. You're an MLS team, and you're playing on a base. It's a playoff game on a baseball field. That's rubbish. I mean, if you're a player, how fucking weird would it be to be like, all right, this is a huge game, and we're in a baseball locker room? I mean, this goes back to NASA of the Week being U.S. soccer. Yeah. What a fucking joke. What a joke. Everything's just corrupt, mate. I mean, it's it's trash. Here we are with 3,000 MLS teams, and our country stinks at soccer. Mm-hmm. 
All right, moving on. The final one. This one's a bit older. This one's from about... But I'm sure many of you have heard about this. It's from about two weeks ago, but I feel really bad we left it. I had it in my notes and just forgot it one week. It's termed Waggate. Yeah, termed Waggate. Uh, it's Rebecca Vardy. Your girl. Her account, actually. But it's Rebecca Vardy who's up for Nance of the Week. Uh, apparently, Colleen Rooney noticed that a lot of her... This is wild. Her uh, personal... Instagram, Instagram stories were being shared with the son yeah. of all newspapers. My and, and keep this in mind, she's from the city of Liverpool. She's Scouse. Right. And that is a very anti-son area. Right. And so she noticed this was happening, so she decides to become an investigator. So was Rebecca Vardy. Herself. And Colleen Rooney decides, I'm going to share a bunch of fake stories. Wild. With... Just one person at a time and see which ones get out to the sun. Well, after, according to her, after five months of posting false stories to see if they make their way to the sun, uh-huh. she, and stories included gender selection in Mexico, uh, returning to TV, uh, story about returning to TV, I don't know what that is, and her basement flooding in her house. She made up these stories. Wild. And when they finally started making their way over, she found out that it was Rebecca Vardy. None other than Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> that is fucking wild. Like what? How awkward is that? And, and so this happened October 9th. And Rebecca Vardy posted for the first time on Instagram since then to commemorate her child's birthday. So, so she's broken her Instagram silence. I said Twitter. I meant Instagram. So who do you think... Um, do you think Rebecca Vardy did it? Yeah, oh, man. If if Colleen Rooney was investigating for five months, absolutely. Rebecca Vardy. That's why she's up for nonce of the week, in my opinion. She must have made some good money, though. I mean, kind of respect the hustle at the same time, though. Right? Well. But honestly, with Jamie Vardy's wages, like, there's no point in that. Yeah. And I feel, you know, I must say, this field here... There are no racists, so it's a little weird. There's no clear-cut winner. Well, I mean, apparently the viewers don't see that as a problem with with Bulgaria's <laughs> actions last week. So, all right. Well, who would you pick then? I want a sneak peek for the nonsense. Yeah. So remember, the choices are Wesley for having a child when he was 14, Tigres for scoring on a team that was protesting and not playing, New York City for never playing on a soccer pitch. <laughs> And Rebecca Vardy for leaking stories of Colleen Rooney to the Sun. Okay, so the reason why I'm not going to pick Colleen Rooney, or, or sorry, whatever, Rebecca Jamie Vardy. Vardy. <laughs> Rebecca Vardy is because I respect the hustle, okay? Two, um, I'm, I'm not going to pick, um, what was the fucking other one? T. Grace, Wesley. Yeah, T. Grace, because I'm, like, I'm against protesting because it doesn't do fuck all. Okay. Hot seat me. A lot of people are going to get mad at me for saying that. But okay. you can go march on the, on the street and not go to your job all you want. You're not doing shit. Um, wow. <laughs> a little side rant there. But, so realistically, I go Wesley. Uh, but my heart's saying... Um, New York City? New York City, because that's bullshit. And, and they're switching baseball stadiums out of everything. Like, at least be like, go to the Red Bulls and be like, hey, can we just borrow your stadium? They'll play it at New York in, in the Red Bulls. Do you agree? Well, I mean, they're rivals, though. Bro, but wouldn't, okay, as a player, and would you the rather? Goal, the goal, the point of New York City FC was to play in the city. Right, so. That let, was the point. Right, so let's say you're, you're an NYC 
FC player, would you rather play at City Field or in Harrisburg? I will play wherever this guy, where they put me, because they're getting paid. Because <laughs> they're a subsidiary of Manchester City, and you know that they've got the money. Right. No, but I'm saying for this game, if you're a player, where would you rather play? You're a player. I don't know. That's tough Wouldn't to you say. rather play on an actual soccer I, pitch? It's tough for me to say because I'm not connected to New York City. I don't know the culture of them playing at these baseball fields. But I agree. I mean, it's bananas. <laughs> these baseball fields. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that you're accepting that is bananas, I'm not mate. accepting it. I'm a little it. disappointed I'm, I'm in this response. It. Listen, you got to listen. I'm not accepting it. I'm just saying that is what they have right. become used to. That's their environment, quote-unquote. Kind of, what, a baseball arena? Unfortunately, yes. That's I mean, definitely become. not City Field, mate. I, okay, that's true. So I would, yeah. I would Shout out Shanko for building that stadium. Shout out Shanko. Yeah. And he's a listener. Yeah. He's a listener. Shanko, interact. Tweet at us. I, I don't know if he has a Twitter. You can email us. <laughs> well, or share just, your text. Just text me. me. Yeah, send me a text. All right, um... All right, I'm you know because we're running along this episode, I'm going to pick. I'm going to get canceled, Wesley, because after already having answer. a child at 14, he had another one at the age of six. Like he didn't stop. <laughs> Mate, that is not man. Just kept going wild with his banana, and you know like big sex guy, Wesley. I mean, he scores. He's been scoring on and off the pitch apparently. So, all right, we'll see what your guys' votes are once again. Choices are Wesley Tigres, NYCFC, and Rebecca Vardy. Um, with that said, let's go to the fantasy corner. Let's round this out. Uh, top scorers this week, Marco Alonso had 14. Your boy Jack Grealish, 13. Daryl Yanmat, 12. And a trio had 11. David Silva, Harvey Barnes, and Jack O'Connell. What team does Jack O'Connell play for? Who he play for? Uh, he plays <laughs> for Newcastle. No. <laughs> Everton. Nope. Sheffield. Yes, Sheffield defender. That's a bingo spot, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know either. I looked it up. To I don't know why he said Everton. That was the stupidest fucking guess ever. Top, top incoming players, De Bruyne, Vardy of the Jamie variety, not Rebecca, Sadio Mane, Tammy Abraham, and a personal favorite of mine here. I'll talk about him a little bit. Hudson Adoy. Uh, outgoings. Top, the pot. top outgoings. We're not going to like this one. Pookie. Uh, Son, who I'm a little shocked by. I get yeah. the stats aren't coming in, but he's he's good. Salah, understandable injured. Yeah, Kane. I understand. And Mares because City's players have come back, and Pep likes to screw everyone over in fantasy. You can't play any of his <laughs> midfielders because he rotates everyone. You never know who's going to play. Right. Champions League week two. So. All right. Uh, so if I were to give you guys one tip, I'm just going to stick with one player this week. I like Hudson Odoi. So everyone, I'm on board that train. He's only six million pounds. We talked about how Chelsea has an easy stretch of fixtures. I already talked about how I like their other guys. He's also assisted in three straight matches, and as I said, they only have one tough match before December 14th. Oh wow! So all these week, you know, these match weeks, they don't play any quote unquote larger teams or, or really good teams. So Hudson Odoi is my shout. Do you have any shouts? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hammer uh, Jack O'Connell. Jack. <laughs> Oh. Bring him in, boys. Sheffield defender, right? Yes. All right. With that said, we now will go to the gambling corner. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some bets that the people may want to lay down. Uh, you know, we've added a segment here. Instead of just having lock of the week, we're going to have a punt of the week. 
Okay. Meaning, you know, you you take maybe ten dollars, just like I did between Everton and West Ham. Yeah, and you just lay it down and see what happens. You know, yeah. you, if you win, you have a good payday coming in. Also, do you want to? Okay, after this, we got to mention your your cheeky Champions League win today. Yeah, it's a congrats on the win, mate. Oh man, it's it's it had been a rough go with the You're Liverpool bad. Arsenal You're one. Bad, yeah, mate. well, let's talk about last week's locks that we had. <laughs> Uh, I said Liverpool and Arsenal, and none of them hit. Yeah. So that parlay stunk. I said I said hammer Liverpool. They drew. So <laughs> oh for one for each of us. <laughs> but to add, to instill confidence before we get to our picks, now I will say I did a Champions League parlay today, three teamer. Uh, it it ended up paying plus one thirty. So it paid over you know one times what I bet. Um, it was Juventus at home. Against Lokomotiv Moscow, Dybala saved me. Uh, Manchester City at home against Atalanta, and Atletico Madrid at home against Bayer Leverkusen. That was the tough one. Yeah. But outside of that, I, I threw two little easy ones in there, and boom, I'm back. Um, all right, what's your punt this week? Like the wild so good odds. So people heard my predictions. Yeah. I said Villa is going to beat Manchester City. And what's the – do you remember what the line was on that? 2,500. 2500 It was 2900 Whatever. So if you put 10 bucks down, you win $290. Yeah, so put a cheeky tenner down. Villa, Jack Grealish comes through. As Arine says, skip a lunch. Skip a lunch. So so I have two punts. And I think if you put one of them down, you're going to at least win. I like Bournemouth at plus 225. They're away against Watford. But I like that stinks. one. I like that one as well. And my other cheeky one at plus 345, I like Norwich against Manchester United. At home, so once again, remember if you put ten down, you win thirty four fifty for Norwich, meaning they pay you forty four fifty. If you pick Bournemouth, you win twenty two fifty off ten bucks. So I just put a little ten bucks on each one. You win one of them, you come out quite a bit on top. So and and my pick was you put ten on Villa, you, you win two hundred ninety two hundred and ninety dollars. So skip a lunch, skip a lunch, and you may get uh twenty nine more lunches. <laughs> so All right, so who's your lock of the week? Let's do a little better this week. My lock of the week, you go first. Lock. Right. My lock of the week, I like West Ham. No parlay this week. Fuck the parlays. I like West Ham at home against Sheffield. It pays plus 107. That means you pay 10, you win 1070. With a line like this, I'd put 20 or 30 bucks down. You win 20 or 30 bucks on top of it. That's a. I think that's an easy win. West Ham United, take it to the bank. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um... My lock would be, this is going to be a little bit wild, but Chelsea rolling. So I think they're going to keep it hot, even though it's a road game at Turf Moor. Mm-hmm. I'd go, Ch- it's at Ch- Turf Moor, isn't it? Yeah. What was the, do you remember the line? I do not remember the line, but I'm pretty confident in Chelsea here. So, um, well, our research department has just found it's minus 123. So if you're confident you hammer it, minus 123 still pays out pretty decently. Yeah. So. And um, with like a, a parlay, like um, you know, just fucking throwing some heavy un- overdog <laughs> favorites, <laughs> favorites. So you're parlaying that. What's your lock? Is your, you like fucking like add it with like a Celtic game, you know? So it evens out. Well, with your lock, you got to pick what you would pick. So is it Celtic? You picking Celtic? Can you even bet on Celtic? <laughs> I mean, it depends what you're betting on, but like. I'm saying add that with another game. But, like, my lock, yeah, if you're just going to Chelsea, yeah. Go Chelsea. Okay. 
So Ryan's lock is Chelsea at minus 123. Pays out decent. Not quite like my West Ham one, but it's pretty good. With that said, we're approaching dangerously long levels of podcasting. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think the people will mind if... Yeah, who gives a shit, man? All right. Well, with that said, anything else? Oh, there was something I felt like I wanted to say, but whatever. What were you going to say? I honestly forgot, man. Um. Oh, yeah. The Blackhawks needs to be better. This is unacceptable from the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> what? And NHL, Arian hits again. Yeah. That's it? Yep. All right. Let's go to... Let's go to this idiot that needs to go in a barrel, Una oh. Emery. <laughs> oh, you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening. 